and we're always looking for ways to help you save. Right now at Advanced, tax season savings are in full swing. Get 30% off any oil filter when you buy five quarts of premium oil from Castrol, Mobile, Vaveline, or Pennzoil starting as low as $21.99. Only at Advanced or participating CarQuest Auto Parts stores. Advanced Auto Parts, where oil is priced like it should be. See store for details. Limit five oil change specials for customers. We're in the break room at a traditional jewelry store here. Hey, Mark, I know it's our job here to try and sell every piece of jewelry, but don't sell this ring. I'm going to try to use my employee discount to buy it for my wife. Okay, but you know you can get a better deal at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct? Are you crazy? Better not let the boss hear you. All I'm saying is I got a pair of diamond stud earrings there for my wife and paid a lot less than what we charge here, even after my employee discount. Wow, really? <laughs> you never know who you'll see shopping at Diamonds Direct. With no middleman pricing on the best selection of diamond rings, earrings, pendants, bands, and bracelets, it's a no-brainer. But listen, I admire your dedication to our jewelry store and not going to Diamonds Direct. I know the boss really appreciates her loyalty. It's just the right thing to do, man. And it's nice your wife won't mind getting a smaller diamond. Um, on second thought, can you cover me while I take a break? <laughs> Diamonds Direct, the smart alternative to old-fashioned jewelry shopping. With more selection, lower prices, higher quality, stronger warranties, and zero pressure. DiamondsDirect.com. From the G Law Firm Studios, your personal injury attorneys. 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. WXGI Richmond. WTPS Petersburg. Welcome to the following presentation from IMG. America's home for college sports. On 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Your exclusive radio home for Richmond Spiders basketball. Live from Joe's Inn Bonaire, 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center. This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Tonight's show is brought to you by People's Golf Carts, Virginia Birth Father Registry, CarMax, Cap Center, Lux Chevrolet, and Joe's Inn Bonaire. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us 804-638-9508 or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu. Four back to Gilliard in the front court for Richmond. Reverses it right side to four. Catch and shoot three-pointer good by Quan Four, his second three of the game. Four, the rebound and a sprint to offense. Left side to Sherrod. Three in transition. Good by Sherrod. Well, Nick just spotted up. And you know, when your teammates, for a young team, to know where your guys are and know where their spot is, he was wide open. Here's Buckingham knocking the ball away on the sideline. Four saves it. Ahead to Buckingham and now to Golden in the back pass to Buck for the layup. Oh, smart play by Golden. Did not have the lean to the basket. Terrific pass, and Buckingham, who created the steal, ran all the way down the floor and finished the basket. What a great play by Buckingham. He saw that coming from the blind side and was able to chop the ball away. Now live, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, and head coach, Chris Mooney. This is the Spider Sports Line on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN and the Spider IMG Sports Network. Here comes Buck to the basket for a one-hand tomahawk slam. And with that exclamation point, we welcome you to Joe's Inn Bonaire for our final regularly scheduled edition of the Basketball Spider Sports Line. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program live from Joe's Inn Bonaire, coming off a great week for the Richmond Spiders, giving us even more excitement as we head into March Madness with the Atlantic 10 Tournament this week. Spiders with two really impressive wins this week. Explosive offensive production in the victories over UMass 90-65 to and then following it up with the 93-79 victory over George Mason. It sends the Spiders into the Atlantic 10 tournament as the number seven seed. I know the last time I talked to you, Chris, I was telling you you were the number six seed. I was wrong, obviously. It took the Atlantic 10 a couple of hours after all the games were done to sort it all out, and we didn't quite get that right, but the Spiders will go in as the 7. We'll play number 10, Duquesne, 6 o'clock on Thursday night. Hello, Coach. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Bob. How good are you feeling off of the week that was for the Richmond Spiders? Not only the fact that it was a couple of wins, but just very impressive wins with tremendous offensive outputs. Yeah, I I feel... 
very good, obviously. I feel like, um, you know, it's not that I thought we were playing so poorly before, but I thought we played really well this week. You know, I, I thought um, the St. Joe's game, uh, we played we played well and not quite well enough to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, on the heels, you know, that, that I think the, that stretch was re- proved to be really tough, you know, with St. It was – you know, probably the the top five seeds, or you know, or or yeah. three or four of the top five teams, and so. Uh, but then I thought we played. Obviously, I thought we played a great game on on uh, Wednesday against UMass. I thought our you know the way we moved the ball and uh, executed everything. I thought we were really really good, and then uh, played one of our best games of the season on Saturday. I thought same same thing. You know, a high number of assists. The ball was moving. Uh, I thought that we didn't play. A great defensive game, but we played. We had some really timely steals, created some turnovers, uh, and then we were able to really score in transition in both games. Uh, but especially, I thought that was a big deal for us in the, in the George Mason game, being able to get out and run. We heard a couple of those on the highlights to get ourselves some easy baskets, and I think that's, I think that's what our our you know we're not we're still improving defensively in terms of our you know positioning and fundamentals and keeping our man in front, those kinds of things, but. We have been opportunistic, you know, forcing turnovers, uh, being able to get ourselves out in transition and score, and that has been a very important part of our defense. You kind of answered this, but I want to dive into the offense a little more. And, again, I think we all kind of agree the offense wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. But back-to-back 90-point performances kind of opens the eyes even a little bit more. Were there, were there other things that kind of clicked or came together, or was it just the style of those two games that got you to that high point total? You know what? That's a great question. I, I feel like um... – I feel like you know we made we made some shots and we didn't shoot we didn't shoot incredibly well. We were eight for eighteen against UMass from three, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not just the points that 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 those eight threes produce, but it's then the there's a the the lane is a step wa- uh, more open. You know the, the the defenders are are one step more spread out, and it helps everything. And I think that would probably be the biggest takeaway that the impact of the eight three pointers goes far beyond the twenty four points. Huh. And um, you know we didn't shoot. Too many of them, which you know, uh, I'm always careful to make sure that we don't, we didn't attempt too many. I thought we thought we were able to knock them down against George Mason. We knocked them down early, which is which is always a good thing. Uh, but really, I, I think the, you know, more the comfort and and uh, uh, chemistry of the guys in terms of looking for one another, cutting. You know, the first uh, possession, George Mason went zone. You know, that's a time where you can get. You know, even if you end up with a good possession, you can get a little bit stifled. Uh, our guys reacted very quickly. We got a layup for Nick from a pass from Grant down the middle of the lane, and and um, so I, I think that those are you know those are things that I really look forward to see. You know that means how alert you are and how um, how calm and 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 you know controlled in, in terms of how you're thinking and looking, and I think that's a really good sign. So I, I really think the passing uh, has been has been very very good and improving all year, and and the movement of the ball and the movement of our of our players has really improved dramatically since the beginning of the year, and I think it showed up in a, in a big way this week. The starting group particularly seems very comfortable in transition now, and by that I mean not only you know Jake to Grant for a layup or a dunk, but a situation in transition where Quan gets the ball exactly where Nick wants it so he can step into a three yeah. in transition. It just seems like this group, particularly the starting five, kind of has a pretty good chemistry about when to and when not to in transition. I agree. Uh, I, I think that is something. You know that. Uh, you know, number one, you know, we have five guys out there who can handle the ball and nobody you throw it to would be a liability. Uh, then we have extremely quick, fast guards yeah. who can make good decisions. Uh, and DeMonte is a guy who's so explosive in the open court as well. So we have a good makeup for it. Uh, but then you, you, you really have to the decision making. You know, in one way, uh, decisions are easier in the open court. or You know, the court's less crowded. They're more clear uh, you know their decisions are more clear to make, but in one way it's harder. You you're, you have to dribble the ball while you're running, and uh, you know it, you, you're you're prone to make a few mistakes. And I think we've done a good job of really capitalizing. And as you said, uh, the the, com- the, uh, the chemistry of those guys in the open court has really shown up. 
One of those really quick guards is our special player guest tonight. He'll join us in just a few minutes. Uh, Jacob Gilliard, the record-shattering Spider freshman guard, uh, will be joining us on the program here in a few minutes to talk about the end of the season and look ahead to his first Atlantic 10 tournament that starts Thursday night up in D.C. with the 6 o'clock game against Duquesne. 521-8501 if you'd like to join our discussion. 521-8501. You can email as well, spidersportsline at richmond.edu. We're on Twitter at Spider Voice. You, or you can just hand a napkin to us the old-fashioned way with a question scribbled on it, as John Moreau just did. We'll yes. hold that to the end. I'll yeah. let you study it, and we'll make sure we can decipher it, and then we'll get to it. But that's the good old-fashioned way, I guess. Chris, when we started this talk show 13 years ago, that's how we did it. probably that's all the questions it. came on napkins, right? <laughs> I thought he had di- diagrammed a play for you. <laughs> On a napkin, from an official's perspective, yeah, <laughs> of course. You mentioned uh, Demonte Buckingham. What do you think triggered him the other night, Chris? Because for the first twenty-five minutes or so, it didn't really appear as though he had gotten into the flow of the game, and then all of a sudden, he had that rebound, dunk, steal, layup, and yeah. and he was quite a force. He really, he really was. Um, you know, I, I think you know Demonte is he's. You know, one great thing is he'll he'll go game and a week and a month. He doesn't really take bad shots, and I'd say the possessions he uh, if he if he does force something, he's trying to get get himself to the basket. Um, but you know, he, he's capable of making such incredible plays, and you know, mostly from a standpoint of he has in- tremendous basketball instincts. Uh, he's got a you know an explosive athletic body, and um, you know when he, when he makes those plays, they're such big big turning point plays because you know the steal he had the player's not looking he slaps the ball out of his hand we get a layup uh the steal and the dunk you know the rebounds that he's going up way over uh, way over the rim to get they're just really kind of uh big momentum plays just by the nature of of how they end up looking when he makes them so um you know i i think that he's just you know capable of doing those things nobody can make those plays all the time i think that's the best part of his game these these incredible plays that he's able to make and um really played it and then even you know at the where i think we're up 14 he missed a three they got the rebound they tipped it right to nick who who, uh put a layup in and those are the kinds of things he's capable of and how he impacts the game and um you know i I thought he played a tremendous second half the other night all right i'd love to get your opinion on the seating and the standings nothing you can do about it obviously but i'm sure you still have uh some thoughts about the way it ended the four-way tie as it turned out for fifth place and the spiders came out of that as the number seven in that and the matchup with duquesne without getting too deep into duquesne we'll do that a little later in the show but just overall thought on the way things kind of fell out in the standings and the seatings yeah uh well uh, you know I, I I would I think that you know to finish in, in fifth is is an accomplishment for where we were and on on at Christmas mm-hmm. before we started conference play and um, you know I I, um, I really do think that's a pretty significant accomplishment I, I feel like you know I know you know by nature of the teams you play twice uh, ours has I've been dictated a little bit more by geography so we've played since we've gone to this format of eighteen games we've played VCU GW. George Mason and Davidson twice every year, and then was St. Louis twice this year, uh, and so that's a lot of the good teams that we play twice. So we, we you know, we have a, our schedule has been challenging, and and you know we go into a, into the conference and and to finish fifth, I think is is really good and uh, very proud of of that. And in terms of the seating, you know, we were we were on the bus coming back, and I don't you were not on the bus, right? You were. Jay DeMeo and I were solving all the problems of the world in the car, stuck on Route 1 because 95 was closed. Right. I'm sure that's not your point coming here, but I just thought I'd throw just, that yeah, out there. Yeah, exactly. And then we were all convinced uh, that we were the sixth seed because of how we were breaking down mm-hmm. the uh, tiebreaker, which I still feel like is the correct way. But uh, And then the A-10, like, you know, in reality – the bracket should come out about 10 minutes after the final game. At the most. At the most. <laughs> and uh, they didn't come out for about two and a half hours. I mean, we, we were home by the we time, were. so maybe three hours. So I think there was some debate there of, of how the tiebreaker actually works when it was that many teams. Uh, you know, so it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I, I, I'm proud that we tied for fifth. Uh, whether we're the sixth seed, seven, five, six, seven, eight seed, whatever that is, is fine. 
but I, I did kind of think we should be the sixth. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you say that because yeah. I can tell you Jason and I did also yes, as yeah. we were using the abacus and the calculator right. and everything else, the napkin right. to scribble it all out. So it was it was very complicated. Turned out okay for everybody, and as you said, a tie for fifth, a four-way tie for fifth place in the Atlantic 10. All right, 521-8501 is our number. We'll check in with Ivan, then we're going to take a break. Jacob Gilliard is here, and I know Jake's got to leave by about 615, so I want to get as much time with him in as we can. So, Ivan, let's get to you for a couple minutes, then a break, and then the Spider Freshman Point Guard joins us. Hello, Ivan. All right. Hey, Bob. Hey, Coach. How are you both doing tonight? Doing well, Ivan. Thanks. How are you? Great. It's hard to believe this is the last regular season show. It's incredible, anyway. isn't it? Ivan goes, goes well, not so fast, but it goes by pretty fast. Yeah, they sure did. Well, as you look back on this season and you look forward, what, what are some of the biggest pluses you had in this season? And, and can you tell us about what positions you'll be recruiting for and maybe who you'll be having on a – I know it's too early to think about it, but who are you going to be possibly having on, on your uh, home schedule for next season? Well, yeah, the, I would say the the thing that I'm, I'm most excited about is obviously, you know, we return uh, basically, uh, you know, everybody on, on the team in terms of the statistical production. So that that's one. I, I think the next thing is I'm, I'm excited because, you know, I think these guys have shown some tenacity and some ability to overcome adversity. I, uh, I feel like it's Bob and I had talked about it, you know, when, when we had this, such a tough non-league stretch, I think it's harder these days to – focus and block out the noise because the noise is you know is on their phones which is with them 24 hours a day and you know people tend to be more negative than positive and uh so i i feel like they really the guys we didn't have one practice where we had to stop practice and get ourselves together and meet and talk about attitude we, not one time not, nothing nothing close to that so i'm really that's what i'm most excited about is that these guys have gone through something challenging and difficult and were able to handle it in a, in a mature way and in the right way. And so, um, and then uh, in terms of uh, what we're bringing in, we're really excited. We are, are the freshman that we do have signed. Uh, Sal Caressi from Iona Prep in New York is a really good player, is highly thought of, uh, highly recruited, uh, really a tremendous kid, very versatile, talented, 6'8". Um, I think he's going to have the ability to have immediate impact. But really I think the, the thing I'm most excited about is I think that all the guys we have back, I think, can take significant steps. I think that Nathan will take gigantic steps, and I think Grant Golden, for as terrific as the year that he's had, I think he'll have he'll improve tremendously. And uh, I think the same for for Jacob and Nick and Buck. And so I, I feel like we have some really really good pieces, and um, you know we're, we'll, we have a chance to be very good next year. In terms of the schedule, Ivan, I'm going to make you wait on that a little bit. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we i don't we don't have the schedule all finished yet and um uh but uh, i think uh, the weight game will be here the old dominion game will be here uh and and i, I actually i'm, I'm just saying that because i don't have it off the top of my head so hopefully we we can get together um and we can have another show soon and and talk a little bit about the schedule well coach i was really impressed with the way your team finished on a high note and and i wish you good luck in, in the tournament because i think you're going to be one of the surprise teams of this year's a 10 I hope so. Thanks, Ivan. I really appreciate it. As always, Ivan, we appreciate your support and calling and interacting with our coaches, whether it be football coach Russ Huseman or basketball coach Chris Mooney all season long. A break, and then Jacob Gilliard joins us up here at the head table at Joe's in Bonaire with tonight's edition of the Spider Sports Line. Jake is next on 99.5-1027 ESPN, the Spider IMG Sports Network, powered by Ace Electric. You've heard that Lux Chevrolet is more than 100 years old. Now help Lux celebrate 100 years of Chevy trucks. From the midsize Colorado with a new diesel engine to the Silverado HD, Lux has a truck for your lifestyle. Lux also has an experienced sales staff to help your company with commercial truck needs, including service bodies, KUV vans, and other body applications. Call 804-798-9261 or online at LuxChevrolet.com and buy your next truck from Lux. Lux Chevrolet in Ashland. A young man named Buzz Grossberg had just opened his first barbecue stand in 1992. Buzz had spent a decade touring the South collecting barbecue recipes that had been handed down for generations and learning the art of barbecuing from his old friend Ned. 25 years later, Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue has been named Best in Richmond, known throughout the Southern States, and featured nationally on the Food Network and Travel Channel. 
treat yourself to Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue today, 1119 North Boulevard or 8205 West Broad Street. Joe's in Bonaire is proud to support University of Richmond basketball. Join us every Monday evening at 5.30 for the live broadcast of the Spider Sports Line, the Richmond men's basketball radio show featuring head coach Chris Mooney and player guests. Come early and visit Bonaire Provisions, supplying meat, seafood, game, growlers, and wine. Joe's in Bonaire and Bonaire Provisions are both located in the Bonaire Shopping Center at the corner of Buford Road and Forest Hill Avenue. Visit us on the web at joesinbonaire.com or bonairprovisions.com. Hi, I'm Colonel Greg Gatson, retired Army Colonel and former garrison commander of Fort Belvoir and proud U.S. veteran. I know from personal experience that the road to recovery can be difficult. If you've recently filed a VA disability claim and have to attend a VA claim exam, you've likely got questions. Search compensation and pension exam on va.gov for the answers you need and the benefits you've earned. Your VA claim exam, know what's next. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. From the G Law Firm Studios, your personal injury attorneys. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. WXGI Richmond. WTPS Petersburg. Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line with Richmond basketball coach Chris Mooney. We're live at Joe's Inn Bonaire. 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center and broadcasting live on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Here's a Jacob Gilliard steal and he dishes it off to Quan Four for the layup. Gilliard's first steal tonight and the Spiders turn it into points and their biggest lead of the game. Eight on the shot clock, Spiders go to work. Sherrod lobs it down low to Golden. Grant turns, fakes, goes up with the right hand and puts it in from the middle of the lane. Assists and steals, two of the things that our guest tonight does best in addition to scoring and leading the Spiders, freshman point guard Jacob Gilliard, our guest tonight on the regular season finale of the Spider Sports Line. We welcome Jake back for a cameo appearance on the program. Uh, welcome back, Jake. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this past week. Certainly so many positives that came from it. Uh, how good do you guys feel coming out of this past week Again, as Coach and I were talking about, not just to win the games, but the manner, the fashion in way you did win the game, gaining momentum and some confidence. Um, I think we feel pretty good about it. Um, two, definitely two big wins for us. Um, like you said, we kind of handled them pretty well. The one at George Mason, how significant was that one? I mean, on the road, they had probably even more to play for than we did, uh, going for the number four seed in the tournament. How good does that one feel? And was it in the back of your mind that, the Patriots had beaten the Spiders six consecutive times. I try not to think about that too much. I was just thinking about the last time we played them. Um, they they beat us pretty pretty good, in my opinion. But So we just wanted to come out here. We were kind of aiming for that six seed, like Coach Mooney said earlier, but um, we just wanted to get a win, too. What was different about this game against George Mason that, that didn't happen in that first game at the Robbins Center? Buck. Buck. <laughs> That's a pretty. That's a pretty. That's Chris. That's a pretty good one-word answer. Yeah, half a word answer. Yeah, even, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, what changed in Demonte Buckingham, Jake? And maybe I'm being a little too hard on him. Maybe he played better in the first half than I saw, or I'm giving him credit for. But but I didn't think he was typical Demonte Buckingham in the first half. And then all of a sudden, something happened in the second half. I think Buck does a lot of things that uh, a lot of people can't really see, um, just from looking at the game. I think he really impacts the game in ways that you kind of just can't see. So I, I wouldn't say he played bad in the first half, but also he's a he's a momentum player. So when he sees a shot go in for him or gets a steal or just a, like a fast break assist or something like that, he kind of just gets going. He does a lot of the talking and a lot of firing you guys up. Is there a return factor there? Is there a point where you or Nick or Grant will try and fire him up a little bit? Definitely. I think from a whole team perspective, we're, we're trying to fire each other up. One through five, one through 15 actually. Chris, how much of that speaks to the chemistry that is developing amongst this team? Obviously, other than Joe Kirby, there's really no senior leadership to, to speak of from the pure definition of the term. Yeah, I would say that, um, that that is something that, you know, to be successful, you really need experience in college basketball. And uh, I think at this point we have we have a lot of experience, you know, not, not compared in terms of our classes, but everybody has gone through this season with a lot of challenging parts to it and some and some really good parts to it. Uh, so now we do have uh, some experience, and the guys' chemistry has been has been terrific all year long. And uh, Sean Dre, who's back in town, we, we talked today as guys were working out, and 
he just talked about, you know, the, the, the program that we have and the guys he stays in touch with, which is everybody, and um, how, how much he treasures it and talks to these guys about that. Uh, and I think that's really important. I, I think that, um, you know, you spend a lot of time together. You're trying to accomplish something that's really, really difficult. Uh, and if everybody is, you know, kind of on the same page and, and you, know, uh, you know, has enough energy to bring every day and concentration, then, then positive things start to happen. And I think for our guys, there is really terrific chemistry. And uh, I think that, you know, it's probably – it probably doesn't – mean everything that guys get along really well but I mean I think for us and the way we do things I think that's really important and I think that's very evident this year Jake why so much offense in the past two games I mean 90 against UMass and then you follow that up with 93 against George Mason not that this is a bad offensive team before this past week it's not but those are pretty eye-opening numbers what what clicked in the past two games um I would probably say our scores are are kind of getting into a groove um Grant and Nick are, have been really scoring the ball at high levels right now. So I would probably say them too, but we're also getting stops. Um, a lot of our defense has turned into offense. How comfortable do you feel in transition with these guys when you're able to get out and run a little bit? I feel pretty comfortable out there. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're delivering the pass or catching the pass? For sure. Either way. Now, how much do you have to guard about, hey, we don't want to get totally caught up in that. Um, we're good at it, no doubt about it, but – do we want to get totally caught up in that kind of pace of game, or would you rather just keep doing that? I think it's a balance. Um, times that we can run, we try to run. But we also know um, in certain situations you kind of have to slow it down and run our offense, kind of just get them tired and try to get an easy bucket out of it. Uh, you've played a lot of minutes. You've played a lot of games, way beyond what you would do in a normal high school season. How are you trying to handle that and kind of pace yourself and make sure your battery is charged up for the quote-unquote second season that start, or third season that starts on Thursday night? Uh, I'm trying to get my rest. Uh, any chance I can, I'm, I'm taking advantage of it. But other than that, I'm trying to be ready to go. Well, we gave you a chair here tonight, That's so true. you, can, you can sit. We were, we were nice enough to do that. Chris, how much are you guarding against that or eyeballing that? Obviously, we're not a real deep team. Don't go very deep on the bench. Uh, how are you kind of laying that out as you get into the tournament? Well, um, you know, to be honest, we've really scaled back uh, our practices in terms of the amount of time we spend um, you know, it's, it's, everything's more challenging with a young team. And so, you know, you can't have quote unquote easy practice in the beginning of the year because you're trying to build the competitiveness and, uh, uh, a, a competitive culture and all of these things with so many new guys this year. So, um, as the year has gone on, we have really tried to, you know, not go as quite as long, uh, especially if we're doing things well, if we, if we, if we have, a segment of practice we do well we move on very quickly to the next part uh you know and we, we want to make sure the guys can stay fresh and stay in the gym after and get shots and work on their own things you know to, we had off yesterday and we didn't practice today and guys got in and shot and uh younger guys got a little bit more of a workout so we're just we're trying to manage it as, as best we can and you know they with what's uh what's great about it is we're going up and if we play we if we win we play yeah. the next day if you win you play the next day so that's basketball that's competition and hopefully more mentally i think you need to be ready for that i mean it's it's taxing and it's challenging but the team you play has that and and, and you just have to be ready to go and and more um you know rejuvenated by the competition than anything else jake how much do you guys don't even think about being young anymore that you've been through you know 30 games most of you're playing 30 plus minutes it does seem like there's a chemistry amongst you you kind of know where each other's going to be on the court and what to expect during the flow of a 40 minute game uh, are you still identifying yourselves with being a quote-unquote young team no I, w I would say no we've played 30 games or yep, so yep. 30 games or so now so I, I young is kind of out of the window we can't really use that as an excuse anymore but also, people are trying to say, like, yeah, we'll be good in a couple of years, good next year after that. But we kind of just look at it like, why can't, we, why can't we be good right now? So what's your approach to your first Atlantic 10 tournament? Do you feel it'll have a different feel to it when you get to D.C. for the game on Thursday night? I think so. Um, I try to think every game's the same, but this game kind of has a lot on the line. And same way for the rest of the games. It's just, if, you, if you lose, you're done. Now, considering the, the tightness to the standings, was there some approach like that in the last few games of the regular season? Not that your season would be done, obviously, but you were trying to get the highest seed you possibly could. I know you had told us that last week. 
Me personally, I, I wanted the highest seed we possibly could. I don't know if everybody else was thinking <laughs> that same thing. But I, um, coach didn't put really any, any emphasis on the sixth seed during practice or during the game. So we kind of just came out there and tried to get a win. Now, were you guys on the bus coming home also on your phones trying to figure out where we six, where we seven, like the coaches were at the front of the bus? I was asleep, but they, they, were, they were probably trying to figure that out. I was, I was trying to get my sleep. That's probably music to your ears That's there, great. Coach. That's great. Get him asleep. Yeah. Uh, and he had a little extra time on that bus to do that because all the traffic going back uh, to Richmond. All right, let's take a timeout. We're right up at the top of the hour. Come back and talk more with Jacob Gilliard about the year he's had and the approach going into the Atlantic 10 tournament, what he remembers about that first Duquesne game, because that was a really good one in Pittsburgh, the overtime win for the Spiders. We'll do that after a break at the top of the hour. Spider Sports Line, 99.5-1027 ESPN. Cap Center presents Teamwork Tips with Spiders men's basketball coach Chris Mooney. You can't play the same way against every team. You need to adapt to your opponent's style. Do they play zone, full court press, or just shoot threes? A customized game plan gives your team a better chance at victory when the final buzzer sounds. At Cap Center, teamwork is everything. We work with you to develop a customized game plan for buying, selling, or refinancing your home. Learn about our zero closing cost options at capcenter.com slash spiders. Prepaids and escrows not covered. NMLS ID 67717. NMLS Equal housing at the university of richmond you get a leading liberal arts university in a dynamic capital city where you can be an accountant and an artist research alongside faculty and have an internship in your field be part of division one athletics and highly ranked academics the university of richmond we are, you are. I want Wing Zone. Tired of the same old takeout? Want something hot, juicy, crispy, and delicious? You need Wing Zone. Whether you're sitting down to watch a game or going out for hot, juicy wings and a cold beer, Wing Zone has what you need. Award winning sauces on hot, crispy wings. Dine in, carry out, or delivery. Call 553 1515. That's 553 1515 or order online at wingzone.com. When you think wings, think Wing Zone. I- I want Wing Zone's Wangs. ESPN Richmond is taking the train to the games, and so should you. Amtrak Virginia is sending four lucky fans and a guest each to the A-10 basketball tournament in Washington, D.C. Each winner will receive two round-trip train tickets and two A-10 tournament tickets. Avoid the traffic by taking Amtrak. To enter, simply text Amtrak to 52140. Again, text Amtrak to 52140 and be entered for this fun fan experience. Winners will be chosen on the Black and Drew Sports Huddle on March 6th. Take the train to the games with Amtrak and ESPN Richmond. Hey, this is Tugach. Join me weekdays 10 to 1 on the Dan Levitard Show. Now on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. It's Spider Basketball and Dinner at Joe's in Bonaire. 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center. You're listening to the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. One four on the right side to Gilliard. They left him open off the dribble. Swish goes the three ball by Jacob Gilliard. Golden the rebound and the Spiders sprint the offense. Gilliard with the alley-oop pass to Golden who lays it off the left side of the rim and good. What a feed by Gilliard. The alley-oop up on the rim and the Spiders have opened up a 33-17 lead. All right, welcome back to the uh, Spider Sports line. Bob Blackwood, Spider head coach, Chris Moody. Apologize there, Matt Josephs. I didn't mean to have you skip a beat there, but we were talking and having a good time, and Jake was telling me great stories, and I didn't realize the commercial was over. So, you know, when you're a rookie at this, that does happen, but uh, I will get better as our young team has gotten better too. I like to at least pretend that there's still some youthfulness. All right, Jacob Gilliard, I guess. Uh, for one more segment, if you've got questions, we'll take them. 521-8501. We'll take emails, spidersportsline at richmond.edu. And, uh, Jake, you and I were talking during the break about what we remembered about that Duquesne game, Spider victory in Pittsburgh. It went overtime. But I think the first thing that you had mentioned that you remembered is that uh, we had a pretty big lead in that game, I think, early in the second half, right? What do you, what do you kind of remember from that and then being able to gut it out and win it in OT? Um. We were up 16, I think, with like nine minutes left to go. And Grant had a dunk, ended up getting a, getting a little technical, kind of got their crowd involved, kind of got one of their better players going. And then we kind of – they kind of went on a run from there. But um, Nick got going late in that game and kind of led us to the win. 
What does it say about you guys that you can be smiling and laughing about what happened because it still turned out all right that in the face of adversity, you guys were able to, to step up and win the game? What does it say about your mentality and the way you guys play and maybe how mad you were at Grant Golden at that very moment? I don't know. I wasn't too mad at him. I was, I was pretty happy. Anytime he gets mad, it, it fires me up personally. <laughs> but um, I think it was pretty good. It kind of just shows, like, um, we, can, we can joke all the time. Joke after, after a win, we can, we can joke about it. But during the game, it's kind of serious. We've got to get the win. Does it give you a little more confidence playing a team that you did beat during the regular season? I mean, you could have played somebody that lost to or you split with. But in this case, you only met once, and you were able to gut it out on their court. I would say yes and no. Um, Coach mentions all the time that the losing team gets to gets to make more more adjustments. So that kind of that kind of has me on edge. But I think beating them definitely gives us the advantage. All right, Coach, how do you balance that now in a little bit of a different setting? It's not like playing the team for the second time in the regular season. Right. Obviously, there there is a little bit different mindset to this one, isn't there? There is. Uh, you know, I think number one, the game was so long ago yep. uh, that that's that's one thing the teams are probably hopefully. Teams are very different and have evolved. Uh, and then, it, you know, it's very, very different when you get onto that neutral court and the conference tournament, you know, uh, the third game of the day, and there are two games in it before, so there's already that buzz of the, of the tournament and that feel of it. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't know that there's any advantage or disadvantage. Um, you know, ho- hopefully we'll try to use everything we can to our advantage uh, and, and, and play as well as we possibly can. Uh, but I, I think when you go out there and, you know, I think Duquesne, I don't necessarily remember their record last year, but I know they're improved this year. Certainly their overall record, I'm sure they have some confidence going into the game. And um, so hopefully <clears throat> hopefully we'll be settled down as quickly as possible. That, that's what I'll be looking for from the jump ball to, to we're first settled down is, is, uh, is a very important time and how quickly we can do that. And Jacob, obviously, is an important guy in doing that for you. The ball is in his hands a lot. Can you go back during the year – Jake, can kind of remember a point where, where you felt comfortable kind of being the guy that your teammates really wanted you to be. I know you used the word on this very radio show, quarterback, that you felt like you were now the quarterback of that team. And that's not being, you know, conceited or anything like that. It's kind of part of the definition of your position, isn't it? Um, definitely. Uh, as a point guard, you kind of just have to, have to have that quarterback role. If I had to kind of pinpoint it to a game, I would say the LaSalle game. Um, just because I think a lot of a lot of the plays down the late stretch, I think we had Nick going late, but I think a lot of the play calls, I kind of was just out there just kind of trying to feed him. I would say one of the games I remembered was because of the emotion and just how steady a hand you had was the game at VCU. Would that even be in your conversation and discussion? I just felt you had a confidence in watching you about leading your team in that environment and that game. Uh, at VCU. At VCU. Yeah, I, I definitely could see that one too. Um, I, that was the kind of the game that Coach Jenkins had said, quarterback this team. Huh. So, I mean, yeah. Coach, how, how did you look at that? I mean, a freshman point guard, I know we're all impatient, and on game one you want him to be the yeah. four-year senior leader. So it's not going to happen that way. What did you see in his evolution from a leader on the court, not in the locker room or anything, just on the court yeah. with the ball in his hands or playing defense? Well, I mean, you know, I, I think that uh, – I think that I remind myself that is very special how how well he did uh, given the circumstances um, or how well he's doing. You know, most most freshmen, you know, it takes time. You know, uh, DeMonte was a rookie of the year in the conference last year, and his non-conference season was, was okay. And, um, you know, we've had uh, rookies of the year at other times. And, you know, it's just I think what Jake has been able to do has been extremely special and, I don't. I really don't think it could be overstated how well he's done with the role that he's been given, which has been a little bit of do everything for the team and be a leader. And you know, you don't have time to grow into this position. You just have to do it. And uh, there's an urgency there that is unfortunate, uh, but you have to do it. And he has done it. I know the coaches will critique you on a day in and day out basis. Have you paused at all to kind of critique yourself as to? how this year has gone yet, or is that something that you ever do, or would you do it in the quiet of the summertime? Um, I try not to focus on the positives just because that's kind of who I am. I always want to get better, if that makes sense. So um, I noticed the records, and that's, that's kind of cool to me. But other than that, um, I'm kind of worried about winning, and this year we haven't won as many games as I probably would have hoped. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I critique myself on. Uh, and I'm not trying to embarrass you here at all, but you're breaking records of guys – 
who set those records uh, 20 and in some cases, Craig Beckwith, 30 <laughs> years ago that, that have stood for, for that amount of time. I mean, is there a sense of accomplishment in kind of what you're putting together here at this point? Definitely. But at the same time, this, this record could definitely be broken by – the Steelers record could be broken by DeMonte next year. Mm-hmm. Or the Sis record could be broken by DeMonte next year. So at the same time, <laughs> I just know I have to get better. Where do you hope to get better the most? Uh, and I'm not pushing this season out of the way yet. We hope there's a lot of basketball still to play. But uh, is there an area now that you have kind of experienced the college game for one year that will be your next step? Probably the leadership role. Um, like you said, I'm, I'm trying to be the quarterback role. So the more I can take on as a leader, the more I think that I can help the team. Chris, he didn't say something like shoot free throws better or, or dribble the ball better left-handed or something that you can tangibly coach. How do you try and help him in that role to be more of a leader, or does it just naturally happen? Well, it'll ha- it's already happened, yeah. and, and it'll, it'll happen naturally. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I think uh, the, the, what I would say about Jake and Grant, uh, the two freshman players, is they want to be great players, you know, and uh, that's more rare in somebody Grant's size. Um, how how focused he is on being a great player, but Jake wants to be a great player, and so that that is ninety percent of the battle right there. You know, um, just in how hard they work, um, you know how much it means to them, uh, the standard that they hold themselves to. That those are all those are all incredibly important, and uh, you know, so you know, Jake is is uh, I I, hope, I think he'll I think he'll get much much better as he goes along, but. This has been a, a, an historic freshman season. Yeah, how much of a feather in the cap is that to these guys, to Jacob and to Grant, but also to the program and in recruiting so that you can go to the next Jacob Gilliard or Grant Golden and say, look what these guys did as freshmen. Grant's knocking on Michael Perry's door of most points by a freshman. Jacob, all kidding aside, Greg Beckwith and Ken Atkinson's records, two of our premier point guards, that it's a feather in their cap, but also in what you're going to do moving forward. It is important. Uh, you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, when, when you recruit, when you get to the point where you're talking personally like that and you're talking about your program, uh, it is important to be able to, to talk about the successes that players have had before them. And a lot of players, a lot of play, every player wants to do it right away. You know, and of course, very few can. Um, Jake was one of those guys who really wanted to right away. Uh, and then, you know, the, the burden and the, the level of work and the standard of the talent of everybody in college basketball makes it really challenging. Uh, but it is good to be able to talk about, to have examples of guys who were able to do so well so early. Jake, I'm going to wrap it up with you so we can kind of uh, let you go at this point. Coach had mentioned Shondre Jones has been around program here in the last couple of weeks have you spent much time talking with him obviously you guys didn't play together last year it's a little different than when tj came back and talked with with grant because they at least were on the same team last year uh any influence from from chandre yeah definitely um after the st joe's game i think i had a turnover late in the game and i was pretty i think everybody could tell i was pretty disappointed about it in the locker room afterwards and uh he he actually came in the locker room and talked to me about it kind of just gave me some words of advice i tried to pick his brain a little bit um he kind of just tried to let me know like Everything's going to be all right. All right. Finally, what's the talk amongst you guys now from an excitement level, from a focus level, from getting ready for Atlantic 10 tournament basketball? Laser-like focus. Let's get it done. Well said. We'll let you go on that note, young man. Thank you. Jacob Gilliard, Spider Freshman record-setting point guard, our guest on the Spider Sports Line tonight. They're going to go get focused for Duquesne. It's uh, Thursday night, 6 o'clock in Washington, D.C. We will talk more about that in the entire tournament. When we come back, phone lines will be open, 521-8501, Spider Sports Line at richmond.edu, at Spider Voice on Twitter as well. Coming back with our final segment of tonight's show after these messages on 99.5-1027 ESPN, this is the Spider IMG Sports Network, powered by Ace Electric. People's Golf Cars is proud to supply club golf cars to Richmond Spiders Athletics. For over 25 years, Peebles has had the largest selection of gas and electric golf cars and utility vehicles in the Mid-Atlantic. Whether your needs are on campus or across the state, we offer leasing, sales, rentals, and service. Our club car factory trained technicians can service any brand at your location or ours. Visit us in Richmond, Chesapeake, or the Outer Banks or online at peeblesgolfcars.com. Like us on Facebook for $100 off your next golf car purchase. Peebles Golf Cars, 262-0778. Go Spiders. Do you suspect that a woman could be pregnant with your child right now? 
If you aren't married to the child's mother, your rights as a father could be at risk. By registering with the Virginia Birth Father Registry before or within 10 days of your child's birth, you can help prevent your future child from being adopted without your knowledge, or you can explore options to co-parent or assume sole custody. For more information, visit vabirthfatherregistry.com. That's vabirthfatherregistry.com. Confused by all the talk about a good night's sleep? There's a lot of new mattress companies, but they're all missing something. They're missing expertise. Introducing Tomorrow, the new mattress and sleep system from Serta Simmons Bedding. Tomorrow is great sleep, delivered right to your door. Use promo code NAP1 for up to $250 in savings when purchasing a mattress, foundation, and sleep protector. That's TomorrowSleep.com promo code NAP1. Most mattress ads are dominated by offers of long-term, interest-free financing, often for five years or more. Just how expensive is that mattress if it takes you five years to pay for it? Retailers build the financing costs into the already inflated price of the product. This is Robin Trzinski. At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't offer long-term financing and don't inflate prices. Why? We believe in transparency and honest pricing. Get a great bed that you can actually afford. OriginalMattress.com Most shoppers today fall into one of two categories. You could be like Dave, who settles for nothing but the finest. I drive only European luxury sedans, wear the finest Italian leather shoes, my shirts are custom-made, and I expect white-glove service from those I do business with. I appreciate world-class brands, and at this point in my life, I just don't want to compromise on quality, no matter what I buy. Or you might be like Steve, whose goal is to always get the best deal. I'm frugal. I'm all about finding value. I want the best price, and I don't mind going out of my way to get it. I work hard for my money, and I just want to make sure when I buy something, I can have confidence in knowing I'm not overpaying for it. It's not being cheap. It's being smart. You never see these two guys in the same store. Except for one. And, and that's, that's why, why I, I love, love shopping, shopping at Diamonds, Diamonds Direct. Direct. Diamonds Direct is that rare shopping experience where you can have it all. Uncompromising luxury and unbeatable value. Plus exceptional service and the guaranteed best price in America. A premium experience and a smart purchase. This is where the best of all worlds come together. Diamonds Direct. Short Pump, West Broad Village. At CarMax, you have the freedom to shop the way you want. Explore our vast selection of vehicles at your local store, either on your own or with one of our helpful sales associates, or... Or visit CarMax.com and search our nationwide inventory from anywhere. It's the best of both worlds. Like a cockapoo, part cocker spaniel, part poodle. And what's not to love about that? (laughs) So visit CarMax or CarMax.com and experience the cockapoo of car buying. CarMax. Drive what's possible. Fourteen teams come to compete, but only one will win the crown. The heart of the nation will host the Atlantic 10 Men's Basketball Championship at Capital One Arena in March of 2018. Five days of nonstop basketball action. There can only be one champion. Don't miss this major college championship at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C., March 7th through 11th, 2018. Buy your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Want to listen at home? Just say, Alexa, play ESPN Richmond. The Amazon Echo is another way to hear 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Live from Joe's Inn Bonaire 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. All right, we've got uh, some phone calls, some emails, a question on a napkin. We're going to get to all of that. Uh, but it is our final uh, regular season scheduled program. And just in case, I don't want to run out of time at the bottom of the hour, but a real tip of the cap and thanks to uh, Kathy and all the waiters, waitresses. Uh, it's a tight squeeze in here because you guys fill it every week and we want you filling it every week. But we really do appreciate the effort of all of them and all of you who have been coming week in and week out, whether this is your first time. And I know we got a couple of first timers who I think have bellied up to the bar and are having a good time or whether you're a regular. Uh, really appreciate it. And, Chris, I know it makes this hour go a lot faster and a lot more enjoyable the way you can interact, not only with the folks on the radio but also the folks here chosen yeah thank you very much i really 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 genuinely appreciate it especially especially this season thank you very much <laughs> all right with that uh as i said i didn't want to run out of time at the end i wanted to make sure that we did that all right five two one eight five zero one if you want to call spider sports line at richmond.edu if you'd like to email at spider voice 
on Twitter. Mark, thanks for holding through the break. I know you dialed up during the commercial. You're on with Coach Mooney. Um, hello? Yep. Go right ahead. Uh, how you, how y'all doing tonight? Good. How are you? What's your question? Um, I actually got two questions. I'm a school teacher down at A.M. Davis Elementary, and I got some questions for my first grade class. Is that, uh, is that okay? These are going to be the toughest questions the That's coach right. has fielded all year, but go ahead. <laughs> all right, yeah. So the first one from Allison is she wants to know if uh, coach is scared of spiders. Uh, <laughs> I would say, um, you know, we have Tarrant, who is a tarantula, in our in our office during the season, and um, she now she is terrifying. Uh, but I would say a regular spider. No, I wouldn't say that I'm I'm scared of spiders. <laughs> All right, and the second one's from Matthew, and he said, "My dad is worried about not being in the Ken Palm top 100." Do you think we can make another run in the HN tournament and hang another banner? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, um, I hope so. I really do hope so. And I, I don't have the, the Ken Palm stats in front of me, but I really I really do hope so. And, um, you know, I do think that, uh, you know, our team is, is so much better than we, than we were and improving every day. So hopefully we can go up to D.C. And, and play our best basketball. And that's a really good question, Mark. I, I appreciate it. appreciate the phone call, and I appreciate you translating them from your, from your students because we do have a couple of email questions in the same vein, Chris, and I think our fans are concerned about, you know, the bench isn't that deep. There's a lack of depth. Do you do things differently, hoping that you're going to play four games yeah. in four days? i got at least two email questions about that. And if you are going to hang a banner in the Robin Center for winning the Atlantic 10 championship, you're going to have to play four games in four days. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, we, wouldn't, we don't have the luxury to worry about, you know, the next game. And, and I would say that, um, uh, you know, everybody – we're, we're, everybody's going to, to D.C. to win the conference tournament. And, you know, even Rhode Island, who's assured to be in the NCAA tournament, they're going to play to win. And, uh, you know, you, you hope that you have the good fortune of being able to rest guys because you're ahead by so much. But even that in reality is only a couple of minutes. So uh, we're going to have to figure some things out. And uh, I think that there have been games this year, especially when, we, when we've played, um, you know, with quicker turnarounds, where we've gone to the bench earlier. The final stats may be similar in terms of how many minutes everybody plays, but getting guys in and out of the game a little bit more quickly and giving them a chance. But uh, I think that, you know, what we need to focus on is, is trying to trying to beat Duquesne and, and, and play as well as we possibly can. And uh, if we can advance, then, then so be it, and we'll do the same thing the next game. But I, I don't think that any team really goes in with the luxury of trying to get guys rest. All right. Uh, and then all kidding aside, and this kind of uh, lends itself in the same conversation, uh, John, who brought it up on the, on the napkin, wanted you to talk a little bit about dictating tempo, game in and game out. And some of that, I think, comes off a of scouting report and what you see uh, on the other team, and then some of it's just what we do best, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I feel like, um, you know, something that we've been really, really good at probably probably f- for a long time, but I, I certainly remember when, when Cedric Lindsay got here, uh, we've been a really good transition offense team. You know, we've we've run and been opportunistic. Uh, I think sometimes when people think of the Princeton offense, they think of slowing the game down. But, you know, we've scored at a high rate and very efficiently, and a lot of that is due to our ability to score in transition. So uh, having said that, you know, games are won and lost in half court. You know, that's just the nature of how the game slows down toward the end. Uh, that if a team wants to dictate tempo and they're slower, they have a, they have a, a, the advantage of dictating that tempo. So we have to be able to be efficient and be able to score in the half court. So we're going to run because we have guys who are, who are fast and skilled and can do things in the open court. Um, and hopefully we can, we can get as many free baskets as we can out of that because that is something that we're, I feel like is a big strength of ours. I don't remember which coach it was during the season after the game who said, you know, those guys are sneaky quick. Mm, to your point yeah. that I think there's a perception out there that Richmond's not a transition team, and, and now it's kind of getting out there that maybe yeah. they can play up-tempo. Yeah, and, and, and I'd like to, you know, that's the you know, most fun way to play, and, and <laughs> we'd like to do it more, and hopefully as, you know, with Jake uh, being uh, an obvious catalyst, 
uh, we can we can do that more and more as we as we add to our depth uh, over the next over the next few years. And I would give Quan an awful lot of credit yeah. for what he's done this year and the improvement that he's made, particularly in ball handling yeah. between assists and turnovers. Yeah, his assist to turnover we were talking about it today is is tremendous. Uh, great numbers, both he and Jake. But yes, I mean Quan, uh, you know for for a guy who came in and has each year has had more ball handling responsibilities and and also um, you know kind of dictating what we're doing responsibilities he has improved tremendously and um, uh, I know that he'll, he'll continue to improve because of his, his level of work ethic. All right, uh, you talked about this a little bit earlier. We'll kind of finish it up with a couple final thoughts. One on Duquesne. Uh, first of all, you, as you said, that first game was, was a ways back. I'm sure you're already looking at tape from their more recent games. Uh, what are you seeing from, from this Duquesne, and what team, and what can you take from that first game? Well, I, I first think in the game we played, it was a was probably the most physical game we played this year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think that that's the way they want the game. They want the game to be physical, and they want the game – uh, to include, you know, um, hustle plays and, and those kinds of things. And so uh, that is that is really important for us to be able to be, you know, teams are trying to be physical with us to throw us off our timing or our precision and things like that. So for us to be tough enough to respond to that, to, 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 that, to make it go in our favor. Uh, sometimes when you're trying to be physical, you lose sight a little bit of where the ball is and where the cutters are and things like that. Uh, but you need to be tough enough to take advantage of that. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, uh, Will, Eric Williams is a tremendous player. I'm sure he'll be on the all-rookie team. Uh, and they're, they have made a, a lot of three-point baskets. And, you know, they, they are a team uh, not like us in terms of their, their front-court players do something and their back-court players do something different. Uh, you know, their front-court players rebound and defend and really go after the glass. Uh, and their back-court players really try to score and, and shoot a lot of threes. So they're, so it's, it's, it's very different. Um, and we're going to have to make sure that we recognize who we're guarding, um, you know, what kind of a threat that player is, and really try to defend the three-point line as best we can. You're pretty sure your two, your two guys are on the all-rookie team too, aren't you? Right? You know, I would really hope so. I, I would be disappointed if, if that wasn't the case, to be honest with you. And the other guy that I hope gets some consideration, and the announcement will be tomorrow, the All-Atlantic uh, all 10 teams, would be uh, Nick Sherrod for most improved player. And I'm not even sure of the definition of most right. improved player, whether it's from last year or from the start of this year yeah, right. to the end of last year. But either way, I could make a pretty good argument yeah. for him, right? Yeah, I, I think Nick is, is certainly in the running for that, as well as All-League recognition. Sure. And, sure. Um, you know, the two freshmen and, you know, potentially Jacob on the All-Defensive team, mm-hmm. I would think that, I would, I would really think he'll he would be on that. So, um, but you, you never know. And I, I think you know, one of the other things that's really frustrating about a fourteen-team conference is, you know, we just played UMass for the first time all season in March, and you know that's just that's just a different kind of league. You know, it's mm-hmm. a it's a different feel, and uh, you know I've made the um, suggestion a few times at our conference that. You know, we have 14 teams now. We shouldn't be limited to a five-man right. first-team all-conference. You know, when it was 10 teams, when it was most of the conferences were eight teams back in the day, uh, I just think to have 14 teams and only five guys, and if the votes are that close between five, six, and seven, I, I don't – I just think it's a different time now. But um, but we'll see, and hopefully all those guys, I hope they all get rewarded as, as, as much as possible. Hey, let me put you on the spot just a little bit. It's nothing earth-shattering. But we've talked all year about the resolve and the way this team, the way the players have stayed positive, they've stayed together uh, through the losing of the non-conference season. How about you and the coaches? How have you guys handled all of that? Maybe even take us oh. – <laughs> don't take us into the house. Right. I wasn't going there. Uh, although, Leah, the headset and microphone are at your reach. You could certainly add to this conversation. More so in your meeting room, in your conference yeah. room, when just you guys and coaches, uh, how has it unfolded? Yeah. Well, I, I will say this. We have an incredible staff, and, um, you know, the, the, the amount of work that the staff puts in, I think, would really be staggering to everybody how much time and effort they put into Richmond basketball. Uh, and I, I, you know, I'll admit, I mean, there are some, um, you know, there's some, um, moaning and groaning going on by the head coach and, and, um, you know, kind of 
airing out the frustration a little bit. And I think we look at it like uh, our job is that when, when it's our first opportunity to meet with our players, whether it's practice or with film or a meeting or lunch or something like that, uh, that we're, that we're going to be um, you know, ready to teach, to be positive, to reinforce the guys, to talk about the big picture and the culture and things like that. And, and uh, there's going to be no moaning and groaning with the players. And, you know, unfortunately that means that the staff has to hear some moaning and groaning to get it out <laughs> uh, so that we can move on. But, um, yeah, they've been great, and, and I think we've handled it well. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, um, you know, the most common compliment we had gotten over the years was we, we had always been good. We'd always been a good team. And so, you know, that took a real hit this year in the non-conference. And, you know, that's hard That's hard for everybody and a challenge for everybody. But, but our guys have – I think the reason our guys have been able to show resolve and to, uh, to, you know, to continue to play and continue to stay together is because of the coaches – and I think they did an incredible job. This Those season. of us that have been around you all year would echo all of that, whether it was the coaches or the players. So from that perspective, a job well done. And now keep it going as long as we possibly can into yep. March. Coach. Thank you very much. And, again, thanks for another great year. Every Monday night coming out here to Joe's yep. Inbound Air. We hope Thank everybody you. enjoyed it. We really appreciate it. Again, our servers and the folks here at Joe's Inn. Bonaire, thank you so much for another really, really great year. We'll see you in the nation's capital starting Thursday, 6 o'clock, when the Spiders play Duquesne in their first Atlantic 10 tournament game. Andrew Wallace, thank you for pinch hitting tonight. For Mitchell Bradley, who couldn't get here this evening to produce on location. And Matt Josephs, thank you. Back at the studio. Again, we'll talk to you Thursday. Spider basketball, 5.30 our airtime, 6 o'clock game time against Duquesne in the Atlantic 10 tournament. Final time, so long from Joe Zinn. Bonaire for the Spider Sports Line, 99.5, ESPN. For the latest Spider Sports news and updates, visit RichmondSpiders.com on your computer, mobile device, and tablet. Plus, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks for listening to Richmond Athletics on the Spider IMG Sports Network. From the G Law Firm Studios, your personal injury attorneys. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. WXGI Richmond. WTPS Petersburg. Contract, what do they do? Ah, they hold out? They hold out for a better deal. If only you could do that with your wireless plan, right? Well, with the Bring Your Own Phone plan from Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a much better deal. Keep your phone, your number, even your same network for a lot less than you're paying now. Without the contract or the holdout. Get the ultimate unlimited plan for just $55 a month on America's largest, most dependable 4G LTE networks. Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. Savings may vary. Video typically streams at DVD quality. Refer